Welcome everyone, we are back with the toss-up and we'll get right into it. I have two lovely guests today. We'll start off with birthday girl. What's your name? Elaine. My <laughs> name's Elaine and I was born today. Awesome. It is uh, October 4th, 2020. Uh, welcome, birthday girl. You're my mom. And <laughs> that means that you have possibly a slight biased advantage over this episode. It is your birthday, but we'll see how you do. Because uh, we know that our other competitor <laughs> this week is very competitive. Uh, what is uh, your name? My name's Valerie, and I was born yesterday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we'll see how you do then. We have five games on the table for this evening. We're going to start off, as we always do, with Week in Review. 15 questions from this week's news. Um, don't worry if you don't do super well on do we it. Do need a buzzer? No, you just yell. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, only, the only rule with this game and a couple of the other ones, you have to wait until I finish the question uh, to, to say the answer. Okay. You can't interrupt me because, you know. Sometimes the question will twist at the last second. Uh, after we can review, one one point will be awarded to one of you two. Uh, we'll have a story riddle, which you haven't tried on this this podcast before, but you basically get a scenario and you have to work together, but still competitively, uh, to try and figure out what the answer is. Then we have Letter Than Nothing, uh, Scatter Plot, which we played before, and finally, as always, Quick Draw Trivia. So we will learn more about you as we go along but first we'll learn uh how news savvy you are mm. you guys ready for game one i'm very nervous i okay. am not news savvy okay i did listen to npr for 20 minutes this morning excellent that is you are well read um all right number one saturday night live debuted, is this for both of us both of you you guys can answer this uh saturday night live de debuted its 46th season last night with what comedy actor playing joe biden in a debate alec sketch? Baldwin. nope that's Donald Jim Trump. Carrey. Yes, Jim Carrey. Correct oh. answer. First point for Valerie. All right. Uh, number two, Tottenham dominated a Premier League game with a 6-1 to one win over what team? And what sport is that? <laughs> Soccer. <laughs> Any clue? We'll take a clue. A clue? Sure. Uh, it's a British team named after a pretty famous British city. Liverpool. And the second word of this team is the first word of our country. The United Kingdom. No. United States. United. States is the second word of our country. No, no, no. The second word of this team's name is yes. the first word of our country. Soccer United. Soccer Liverpool. United. Oh, well, United. Uh, I know this. You've talked about this team before. Oh, yeah. Uh, Famous city in in England, and then followed by United. So all right, I'll walk you through it. Not woman, but man. United man. And who is the uh, um, mascot man, man. for Cheetos? Manchester United. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna give that to Elaine what? by a hair. There, we got one and one. Yes, Manchester United has I an embarrassing loss. You just well, got no, louder. the tie goes to the prison that's behind. Yes, as you said in previous episodes. Yes, <laughs> which is why he gave it to you. No. Oh. The tie goes to the one that's more polite. Which is why it to me. <laughs> All right, number three. The region of Nagorno-Karabakh. No, Karabakh. I'm not pronouncing it correctly either way. Has been a point of military conflict between Armenia and what neighboring country for the last week? Yurgistan. Nope. Yurgistan. Yurgistan? That's a made-up country. Combination of Kyrgyzstan and Yugoslavia, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Armenia and we are geographically challenged. <laughs> yep. Uh... Starts with the letter A. It's a little bit hard to pronounce. 
starts with the first letter of the alphabet, and the second letter is the last letter of the alphabet. Azikstan. Azikstan. No, we're not getting closer. <laughs> All right, the answer was Azerbaijan. Yes, Azerbaijan and Armenia have been at arms over the Azerbaijan region. country. Yes. <laughs> Azerbaijan was a guy. <laughs> I dated an Armenian once. Uh, <laughs> Do I get right. point? No. Well, no points awarded there for obvious reasons. <laughs> Number four. Following a chaotic presidential debate, which candidate has now pulled ahead with a 14-point lead in the Biden. Biden. Biden, yes. Wait, no. She didn't wait till you I agree. answered the question. Valerie's point. Two to one. All right, moving on to number five here. In response to a rise in COVID cases, what theater chain is set to close the doors on all 543 locations in the U.S.? Cinemark. Incorrect. Uh, Fandango. That's not a theater Regal. Regal is the correct answer. Yes. All right, all tied up again, two to two. Number six. A Texas woman was sentenced to 54 months in prison for stealing millions of dollars in merchandise and reselling it where? eBay. eBay. Valerie gets the point there. Correct answer. Millions of dollars of merchandise in only 54 months? I feel like it's a little lenient. Um, I take that. I still get the millions. Number seven. <laughs> uh, scientists are considering a climate initiative that would involve sprinkling what on Arctic ice sheets? Salt. Mm -mm. Dirt. No. What might help is I'll tell you the goal of the project. Mm. The goal of the project is to reflect sunlight back up. So it doesn't melt the ice. Water? Mm -mm. Gold? No. Aluminum? Nope. Fairy dust? Uh, it is a type of dust. Sawdust? Mm-mm. Mm. Gravel? No. <laughs> Reflective dust. Moon dust? No. The answer is glass powder. Mm. Yeah, it's relatively inexpensive. They'd be able to sprinkle it all over these Arctic ice sheets and hopefully reflect some of the sun's heat back into the sky. To Quite. slow down global warming? Exactly, yeah, to preserve the Arctic ice sheets. Not to slow down the warming, but actually prevent the melting. Right, because mm. it's a bit devastating at the moment. Um, no points awarded again. Number eight, after President Donald Trump and the First Lady Melania Trump, what New Jersey governor also tested positive for COVID-19? He's a famous governor. Chris uh, Christie. Chris Christie. Correct answer. Nice job. A third point for Elaine. We are now tied three to three. Uh, number nine. I like this one. In a lengthy speech today, what prominent figure denounced trickle-down economic policies and condemned politicians who, quote, seek popularity by appealing to the basest and most selfish inclinations? Oh, repeat that question. Sure. In a lengthy speech today, hence the lengthy question, what prominent figure denounced trickle-down economic policies and condemned politicians who, quote, seek popularity by appealing to the basest and most selfish inclinations? I like that because... Harris. No. I just like that because he said Trump without saying Trump. <laughs> uh, Bernie Sanders. Oh, no. We're talking even more prominent than that. Biden. More prominent than Biden. Uh, Obama. More prominent than Obama. Bush. Way more prominent than any of these people. A name known around the world. Someone who doesn't usually get involved in politics. The Pope. The Pope. Pope Francis. Yes, that is a quote nice. from Pope Francis. He also said, uh, he publicly condemned politicians who enact policies of hatred and fear towards other nations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's definitely outspoken. Well, 
okay, well, let's just say that he's That's probably good. not praying for Trump and his COVID disease. Absolutely. Right. Probably I mean, yeah, not. This is, this is targeted towards a fair number of European <laughs> leaders, too. Okay, number 10. Tennis player Novak Jokovic. Is that right? Jokovic? Novak Jokovic? Turned heads on Saturday when he suggested that what element of the game could potentially be automated? Scoring. No. Refereeing. Yeah, line judges. Which comes just like a week or two after, I think that he was thrown out of a tournament for accidentally hitting a line judge with a tennis ball. So he's not getting a good rep with them. Yes, he said that line judges could potentially be automated. Um, all right, number 11, the California are we, are we tied, tied again, four and four. And we have five questions remaining. So it's anyone's game. Uh, number 11, the California glass fire has now severely damaged 17 wineries in what world famous region? Napa, Napa Valley. Oh. Elaine with the point. Oh. All right. Number 12. I was waiting for him to finish and I was going to jump on it. <laughs> but you, okay. uh, number 12 with three senators now testing positive for COVID-19. The quick confirmation hopes of what judicial nominee may be in jeopardy. I don't know her name. Anne. Uh, close, but not quite. I don't know her name. Her it, name is... It starts with the letter A. It does. And the second letter is B. Incorrect. Second, I mean, second name is B. Uh, her last name is B. Right. She's so been her, referred to in the news by all three of her. Her names. initials are A period, B period. A, C, B. And that's who it is. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is Amy Coney Barrett. But yeah, you go. You were pretty close there. Uh, still no points of order. We're gonna do. Let's see. It's five to four. Elaine with the lead. We have three questions uh, remaining. Uh, Interesting question here. Seismic exploration for oil and gas in the Atlantic Ocean have ceased due to permit expiration, possibly saving the lives of what aquatic creatures? Dolphins. Nope. Whales. Whales is the correct answer. Specifically, northern Atlantic right whales, which are very endangered and have seemed to really, really gotten the blunt of this seismic exploration. I was trying to read about what that meant. It's literally like blasting the ocean floor and seeing if oil shakes loose. Like it's, it's incredibly dangerous and seems unnecessary, but... I'm sure yeah. a lot of other creatures are harmed in that Oh, process. no, definitely, but it's but just these the things are huge they're and they're endangered. They're big and they're very um, auditory animals. They're exactly. Use dolphins to our auditory too. That's true. Laying down the facts here. Two questions <laughs> remaining. Number fourteen. In week four of the new NFL season, what is the only team with an zero and four record? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> All right. This team is from the Big Apple. Jets. The Jets. The New York Jets. Correct yes. answer. All right. Chance to tie here. Number Am 15, I still behind? You're still behind by one. Ugh. Number 15, a new study from the Pew Research Center has found that roughly one in four adults in the U.S. get their news from what online source? Facebook. Incorrect. Instagram. Incorrect. Twitter. Incorrect. CNN.com. Incorrect. FoxNews.com. Incorrect. NPR.com. Incorrect. Their friend. Nope. Online source. One in four? One in four. Actually, it was, bog. it was 26%. The Onion. No. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> it would be a much different um, nation. Yes. At least we'd have a sense of humor. Yeah. Uh, oh. You name them all. It's New York Times. It's typically because you don't really think of this as a news source. It's more of a news aggregate. It's just, it's just a general aggregate. Bloomberg. AP. Wall Street Journal. People like this particular website because they don't really have to read anything. They can just watch it. 
YouTube. YouTube is the correct answer. Yes. Well done. I needed a hint. All right. And our final tally for Week in Review is seven points for Elaine and five points for Valerie. Don't worry too much. She's not two points ahead. She's just one. Only one point added to the final tally. One point. Um, But then, Elaine, you do get a advantage in the final game. You get to pick whether or not you want to do set A or set B. Cool. Exciting. All right. Well, Elaine's got a lead heading into our second game. We'll be right back after the break. With our second game, we're going to do a story riddle for the first time on the show. Our score is currently one point for Elaine, zero points for Valerie. Uh, The way this game works is it's it's chaos already. We're going to have one uh, setup for you. It's a sort of riddle, a mystery, but there's a full story behind it that you have to uncover. Um, I have three. We probably won't do all three, but we'll see uh, how many points you guys get. The way this works is I'm going to give you a setup. You can ask me any yes or no questions about the setup, and the first person to uh, actually discover what's going on here gets 10 points added to their final score. Whoa. Serious pointage here. Wow. Um, An additional bonus is that for every uh, uh, question that you ask me that the answer is yes, you get one point. Cool? Okay. Okay. And we're both on the same team. You're both on the same team trying to figure it out, but the first one to figure it out gets that 10 point Uh. bonus. Cool. Do we have to take turns in whether we're asking us in our questions nope. or we just throw it out? Just throw it out there. Excellent. All right. All right. Here is the riddle. A woman finishes getting dressed, lies down, and dies. Is the woman married? No. Does she live alone? Yes. Is she in the morgue? Um, no. Did getting dressed cause her death? Yes. In a way, yeah. Did she wear stockings? Um, no. Was she wearing a dress? Uh, probably, yeah. I'll give you a point for that. Doesn't super matter. Were the clothes poisoned? No. Were the Not cl- exactly. Interesting train of thought, though. Was the, Were the clothes harmful? Not the clothes themselves, no. Did she commit suicide? Nope. Was she alone in the room? Yes, she was. Did anybody see her die? No. Did she know she was going to die if she put the clothes on? No, not at all. Who discovered, was she discovered by a loved one? No, this is a sort of, you know, tree falls in the woods and no one hears it kind of ordeal. Okay. Okay. Um, did the clothes hurt? Um, the clothes did not hurt, no. Uh, did the bed cause her death? No. Can you repeat the scenario? Was she naked? She was naked prior to getting dressed. A woman finishes getting dressed, lies down, and dies. Were the clothes her clothes? The clothes were her clothes, yes. <laughs> did she put the clothes on herself oh my goodness <laughs> yes but i'm not giving you anything for that 
Somebody's trying to cheat over here. Uh, um, were the clothes specially made? No, nothing particularly special. Did she special. have underlying medical conditions? No. Perfectly healthy. Up until the last moments of her life. Were the clothes too tight? No. Did her death have to do with the clothes? It had to do with the fact that she put them on. Were they laced with something? Laced? No. Did she put the clothes over her nose and mouth? Uh, yeah, she's putting a dress on, probably. Mm-hmm. Was the cause of death asphyxiation? Can't even talk. <laughs> asphyxiation. No. Was the cause of death poisoning? Yes. Did she, was the air poisoned like by carbon monoxide? No. Was the poison on the clothes? Uh, no. Was the poison on her hands? No. Was the poison in the bed? No. Was it poison on the hanger? Was Mm-mm. it poisoning? Yes. Poisoning. Whole separate entity, separate from the clothes. Mm. And you haven't really named the key article yet. Well, did she wear jewelry with it? Nope. Hat? Nope. Was it the shoes that had the poison? Uh, yeah. Yeah. The shoes weren't poison. They weren't poison shoes. But. But something to do with the shoes. Something to do with the shoes. Did they stink really bad and make her pass out? No. (laughs) Um. Did the shoes puncture the poison? No. Did she wear socks? Uh, yeah, I would imagine so. Probably pretty thin ones, though. Were the shoes high heels? Um, irrelevant. Do they have laces? Irrelevant. Did the bed contain poison? Nope. Was she in her own home? Yeah. Were they new shoes? Um, irrelevant. Was she in her bedroom? Yeah. Did she put the shoes on her feet? Yes. Was there a chemical reaction? Um, in that it was poison, yeah. Did the poison get in through her feet? Yeah. Did did the shoes have needles? No. Did the shoes have insoles? Uh, yeah. Were the insoles poisonous? No. Was there transdermal fentanyl involved? No. (laughs) But we'll get to drugs later. Were they (laughs) transdermal at all? Which meaning it touched the... From touch, then the poison gets in. From touch. No, it's not like a nerve agent or anything. It was injected. Through the shoes. Injected, no. Because of the the shoes. The shoes didn't do it. Just because of the shoes. Because of the shoes. Yeah. Not the shoes. Because of the shoes. Does Abby know... Of course. I have, I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> She's grimacing. Abigail Howe is with us in the studio today, quietly observing in a corner. <laughs> this is definitely her, her jam. The shoes went on the feet. The shoes went on the feet. And the shoes participated the poisoning event. In that there was something in them. Oh. Were they tennis shoes? Irrelevant. 
Do they have a shoe horn? No. Did she take something out of the shoe before she put it on? Unfortunately, no. And that's what brought about her death. Was there a needle and an injection in the shoe? No. Much simpler than that. She put her shoes on. There was no human malice behind this death. Was oh, there a scorpion? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I think Elaine got it by a hair. Yes, there was a bug. It was a poisonous spider. And it killed her. Excellent friend. work. All right, well, at the end of the day, you guys got, let's see. Elaine got seven points prior to her extra ten. Um, and then you, Valerie, got five. Cool? I'm still down. So let's do another one. Let's do one more. Okay. This one, a man gets onto an elevator. Okay. And when the elevator stops, he knows his wife is dead. Did his wife jump off the elevator? No. Was his wife on the elevator with him? No. Was the wife underneath the elevator? Nope. Was his wife dying of anyway? Was he, she going to die? Uh, in all likelihood, yeah, eventually. Were they at the hospital? Yes. Did they announce a code blue while they were on the elevator? What does that mean? <laughs> Was there an announcement in the elevator? Um, gosh. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It would probably have a little trouble, you know, getting to them so they were after the, the elevator. They were in the hospital. Yeah. And the man was on the elevator without his wife. Without his wife. Did the elevator cause her death? No. Did the elevator stop on the correct floor? No. Did the elevator stop on the roof? Yeah, no. When the elevator stopped, did the doors open? No. Was the no. elevator out of service? Yes. Was the man going to visit his wife? Yes. The man was going to visit his wife. Yes, it, but I'm not giving you a point for that. <laughs> not, <laughs> I think Valerie I'm, I'm just got that just a moment ago. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just recapping. To rephrase, he was on the elevator. He was recapping. To, to visit okay. his wife in the hospital, and the elevator stopped because it was out of service. Mm-hmm. Was the wife a fireman? No. Was the wife in charge of the service of the elevator? No, not at all. Was the wife a patient in the hospital? Yes. So, was he rushing to his wife's bedside because he knew she was dying? It was a, probably a pretty typical visit. Okay. And there was an overhead announcement. Uh, yeah, in all likelihood, there was an uh, you know an overhead announcement. That would have related to the eventual event, but there was no announcement after. What Did they use the telephone on the elevator? Uh, no. Did they pull the emergency switch on the elevator? Was there more than one elevator in this hospital? Yeah. <laughs> Most hospitals have multiple elevators. Yeah, but I, I, should, I should... This is a riddle hospital. I should, po <laughs> I should point out, though... That this is not something that would happen at the hospital that you work at. This is something that would probably happen at a much smaller hospital or hospital a long time ago. Something without a lot of fail-safes. Did the elevator stopping mean the power was out? Yes. And the patient was on the ventilator? Yes. And the power going out oh. killed her? Correct. Valerie, Excellent awesome. work. All right, All right, I am willing to give up all the points for that. <laughs> okay. okay, that was a fine, wow. fine you. answer. I will, I Thank will you. waylay to your genius. <laughs> Thank you. That was perfect, and you guys came in really, really close there. Valerie, with that extra ten added, 
you got yourself 20 additional points. Yes. Okay. Uh, Lane, you went into this game with one point, and you walked out with an additional 19 points. So heading into game three, we have a tie game. All right, we'll be right back with Letter Than Nothing right after the break. Against all odds, we have a tie game. Uh, it is 20 points to 20 points. No no lead here. We've got uh, our third game, Letter Than Nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Which, Elaine, I understand you're nervous about. I <laughs> am very nervous about it because uh, this one over here, she's kind of good at this game. All right. But I am less well-read. Okay. Well, I have in front of me two sets. Uh, each set has seven seven-letter words in it. And the way this game works is very simple. Uh, we're going to go ahead and start with Valerie on this game. Ooh. You're going to do set A. I am going to give you the first letter of this word. You have seven seconds to come up with any word that starts with that letter. And then I'm going to give you the next letter. And the next and the next and the next until you get the I word. I am also nervous. All right. Fair enough. You get the point if you get How the full word. How many seconds? You have seven seconds. Yeah. And I'm going to go ahead and have the clock right in front of me. We'll see how you do. You ready? Ready. Mark it, set, go. C. Cat. C H, church. C H A. Chattanooga. Okay. C H A R. Char chard. C H R I. Wait, sorry. you said it right. Hold on, hold on. C H A R I. Charity. Correct answer. Charity. Well done. All right, one point for Valerie. On to number two now. H. Him. H O. Home. H O L. Whole. H-O-L-I. Holiday. Holiday. Correct answer. Another point for Valerie. All right. Uh, Here's number three. M. Mother. M-I. Miss. M-I-N. Minister. M-I-N-I. Miniature. M-I-N-I-M. Minimum. M-I-N-I-M-A. Minimal. Minimal. Correct answer. All right. A third point. I'm gonna die. <laughs> this is gonna be so embarrassing. Okay, okay, here we go. Number four. Wait a minute, can I ask a question? Sure. Do I just get the seven points, or is it worth ten points like the other one? It's just the seven. Okay. Seven max here. Okay. Greedy. Okay. You're greedy. Because <laughs> you're already killing it, and you want more. It's <laughs> never enough for you. All right, number four starts with R. Restless. R-O. Rodent. R-O-U. Rowdy. R O U T. Route. R O U T I. Routine. Correct answer. Routine. You know what I almost four said. Four for four. Okay. <clears throat> Number five starts with S. Sad. S I. Sid. S I L. Silly. S I L E. Silence. Silence. Another one. Does five Sid for five. count? Sid is not a word. It's a name. And it's usually not even spelled it's, it's S-I-D. It's more than a name, and you know it. In our lexicon. <sighs> All right, I'll give it to you. 
Okay, thank you. All right, well, yeah, we're getting more into neurology later, so we'll see how that that goes. All right, five for five. Number six uh, also starts with an S. Sound. S-U. Surrender. S-U-G. Surrogate. S-U-G-G. Suggest. Suggest. <laughs> Perfect score so oh far. Oh my god, I told you she's very good at this. <laughs> okay, last one in your set. H. Him. H-O. Home. H-O-W. However. However. Yeah. Wow. Three letters in. That is a perfect score, and that might just be the first time that's been done on this show. Have you? I am the first time. I believe so. Seven out of seven on your show. Yeah. Absolutely. To Valerie Coon, who reads not. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, your total so far for the evening is 27. We're going to hop over now. You got this. To the birthday girl. You got this. Okay. On mark, get set. I. Igloo. I am. Important. I am a. Imagine. Imagine. Correct answer. First you, one. You're gonna. You're gonna. She's gonna get seven out of seven as well. No. Okay. Number two. F. Frank. F I. Uh, fidget. F I L. Filter. F I L L. Filler. F I L L I. Phileas. Ooh, seven seconds. The word was filling. All right. Just barely missed that one. It's all right. You can still get pretty close here. E. Elephant. E-L. Elate. E-L-D. Elder. E-L-D-E. Elderly. Elderly. Correct answer. There's your seven letters. All right. Two points. Uh, on to number four. I want the audience to know that I'm dyslexic, and I think that that should count against something. <laughs> okay. I think I think for, for what it's worth, I think the next game is meant for you. Um, all right. Here we go. Number four. C. Cat. C-O. Could. C-O-M. Commute. C-O-M-P. Compute. C-O-M-P-L. Complicate. C-O-M-P-L-E. Compliment. C-O-M-P-L-E-X. Complex. Complex. Correct answer. You got all the way down Wait, to seven there. That did was you great. just spell the word? I got, got give her all seven letters. She gets the point. Oh. Excellent work. Okay. I can spell that much. <laughs> <laughs> three remaining. You have three okay. points so far. Number five starts with J. Jump. J-O. Jewel. J-O-U. Jewel. Wait. J-O is jewel? The jewel as in ergs. Yeah. As okay. in J-O-U-L-E. Okay, fine. Uh, yeah, J-O-U. I've been distracted. Okay, restart. J-O-U. A jewel. Uh, I can't use the same word. Journey. Journey. Correct answer. J-O-U-R. Journal. Journal. There's the word. All right. Fourth point for you. Final two. Starts with L. Late. L-I. Like. L-I-B. Liberate. L-I-B-E. Liberal. L-I-B-E-R. Liberating. L-I-B-E-R-T. Liberation. (laughs) Seven seconds. The word was liberty. 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 All right, final question. On your market, I go V. 
Vase. V-I. Vice. V-I-O. Violent. Violent. Correct answer. All right. Five points there. Nice. You that was pretty good. You barely stumbled. Not that far behind. That first one was hard. The filling was hard. Filling's tough. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Uh, our score, then, heading into our fourth and penultimate game, is 25 Elaine, 27 Valerie. And we'll be right back with you with Scatterplot after this. Score is 27 to 25. Valerie's a two point lead, but we got our fourth game here that might change things around. It is indeed Scatter Plot. I have uh, three sets of three questions in front of me. Uh, the way this works is that you guys have to answer three very basic trivia questions. That's not the hard part. The hard part is finding out how they all relate together. Okay. Do we each get three or anybody goes? Still, anyone up for grabs, you get one point per regular trivia question answered, and then two points if you find the connection between all three of them. Cool? Got it. Cool. Okay. First set, I will say, is pretty easy. We'll see how you do. What is the largest U.S. state by landmass? Alaska. Alaska. And Ty goes to the person who's down, so Elaine gets that point. Okay. Number two, what title word do the USA and the UN share in common? United. United, Valerie, by a hair there. And third question, what is the fourth letter of the Greek alphabet? E. Mm -mm. Gamma. Mm-mm. Fourth of Kappa. Mm-mm. Delta. Delta is the correct airlines. answer. Airlines. Oh, come Valley on. said it, and it is airlines. Come on. I said it really whispery. <laughs> I gave it to her. <laughs> I gave you it to her. You were going through the airport. The airline. Yeah. I already knew it was airlines, so when you said Delta, I was like, it's Delta. You. All right. Of the five points that were available for that set, four went to Valerie, one went to Elaine, but plenty of time to catch up. Here is set number two. Number one. In 1972, the Jackson 5 covered Bobby Bird's song, Rockin' What? Rockin' Robin. Robin. Correct answer. All right. Another point for Elaine. Number two, Bob West, Dean Went, David Joyner, and Carrie Stinson all voiced or acted as what Purple Dinosaur Children's television show host? Barney. Barney. Correct answer. All right. Another point for Valerie. And number three, founded in 1984, what viral conferences tackle topics of technology, entertainment, and design? Ted. Ted. Ted Correct talks. answer. Okay. Your answers are Robin, Barney, and Ted. How are they related? Uh, how I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Mother <laughs> characters. Well done. Yes. Those clever, are all main characters. Clever. Excellent work. Simon. Okay. So you guys have tied it up. Five points each. And there are five points remaining in this game. We'll see how you do. For our third and final set. Number one, from which American city does Rocky Balboa hail? 
Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Valerie got it. Number two, John Goodman was the voice of what large blue fuzzy character in Monsters, Inc.? Sully. Sully. All right, point for Elaine there. Tied up. Final question. What adjective is assigned to the ten football teams that make up the oldest collegiate division in the country? Big. Big. Correct answer. All right. Do you guys know the connection? Avatar. Nope. Big. Big. Sully. Philadelphia. Want some other words that fit in this category? Rocky. No. <laughs> First question was about Rocky. Uh, we were there. Big Sully, Philadelphia. Sully was an airplane pilot. Mm-hmm. He landed in the Hudson. In the Hudson. Correct. I would say that's a uh, pretty cinematic feat. These are all movies. Movies with Tom oh, Hanks. Tom Hanks oh. is the correct answer. They're all Tom Hanks movies. Philadelphia, Sully, and Big. Excellent work. All right, add it to your score, Valerie. You have nine points, bringing your total to 36 for the evening. And, Mom, you added six on to your score, so you've got 31. Wait, where? 36 to 31. 31. Oh. Can you add or what? <laughs> Come on, the champion, but you can't even know that you're ahead. Come on, birthday girl. She just wants to relive that, that score tally. Okay, well, a five-point lead is basically negligible heading into our final game. Uh, quick draw trivia. So we will be back with that right after the break. back the score for this evening is 36 points for valerie 31 points for elaine uh but you know that 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 lead can definitely be overturned with our next game uh both of you are are you know involved in the field of neurology is that accurate neurosciences yes neuroscience okay yes yeah. neuroscience Got yes it. okay cool well then all 30 of our questions uh 
on, on our next game are related to the brain. Oh. Yes. So we'll see <laughs> how... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a huge caveat here, which is this is way out of my wheelhouse, so I will have trouble pronouncing things. I will say things... You'll, you'll probably give me an answer in which you provide the medical name, and I wrote down the layman's name, and I'll say wrong just in the time, because this is, you know, one minute per section. Um, but then we can go back and you can argue your case, and I'll be... Each, Judge Judy for you. Each, each question is one minute. Okay, no, I'll go through. I'll go through the rules, but we do have to do our, our, our customary introduction. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we do that, uh, Mom, Elaine, you won week in review, which means that you get an advantage in this game of choosing which set you want to do. Do you want set A or set B? Set A. Set A. So set A goes first. Is that cool? That is cool. Okay, so without further ado. So I cannot answer these questions. It, correct. Without further ado, we have to introduce the game, which is of course a standard. Friendly, calm, easy round of... talk for this next round. Okay. In all seriousness, we have in front of us a very challenging round of quick draw trivia. Elaine, you picked set A, which means you're going first. The way this works is you have one minute to answer as many questions as you are able. The set is indeed 15 questions. You do not have to get through all of them. Any ones that you don't want to answer, don't know the answer to, or get wrong will be skipped. And Valerie will have a chance to steal those points after the time is up. Okay? Any questions that you do not get to, so say you get through, you know, skipping some, answering some, ten questions, those five remaining questions, both of you can answer with no time limit after the round is done. Got it. Okay? So there are plenty of points to be stolen, but this one minute is crucial. Okay? Got it. All right. One minute on the clock. Elena's up first. Quick draw trivia. The brain edition. On your mark, get set, go. What animal has the largest brain? Human. Incorrect. Neurologist Susan Hockfield served as the president of what Boston University? Uh, Harvard. Incorrect. What percentage of blood and oxygen in your body does the brain use? 30%. Incorrect. The human brain contains about 100 billion watts. Neurons. Correct. Getting uh, blackout drunk is actually the effect of alcohol on what part of the brain? The hippocampus. Correct. What does EEG stand for? Electroencephalogram. Correct. Roughly how many pounds does the human brain weigh? According to Hollywood, eight. Incorrect. It's number eight. Cerebral and angiography creator uh, Antonio Agas Moniz hailed from what country? Peru. Incorrect. Uh, number nine. Alzheimer's disease is caused by the resistance to what hormone in the brain? Don't know. <laughs> okay. And number 10. What disease is characterized by tremors, akinesia, and rigidity? Parkinson's Parkinson's. Disease. All right. That is time. You got four points. That was lame. That was lame. <laughs> no, it's not lame. It's not the worst performance that I've seen before. We're going to go through your answers in real my, quick. Wait, in wait, my wait, entire can, field can, of specialty that I spent the last 30 years studying, yes, I would say that was lame. <laughs> I, can steal, I can steal the one she got wrong. Yes, you can. But okay. we're going to go through all the ones that she you know, didn't, didn't get right. Okay. So you got down, let's see, to number 10. 
Uh, what disease is characterized by tremors, akinesia, and rigidity? Parkinson's is the correct answer. Number nine, you did not get right. Alzheimer's disease is caused by resistance to what hormone in the brain? Valerie for the steel. Hormone. Uh, hormone. What Wikipedia called it. Apoprotein E. Now, a little bit more basic than that. The answer was insulin. Does that sound remotely accurate? No. No. <laughs> <Not at all. laughs> no. Wiki Wikipedia is high. Okay. okay. Awesome. Wikipedia is smoking some crack. Okay. Because that's not right. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Valerie here, you get one chance to answer this. Cerebral angiography creator Antonio Egas Moniz hailed from what country? France. Incorrect. The answer is Portugal. Uh, number seven, roughly how many pounds does the human brain weigh? I have not heard that three Hollywood thinks pounds. eight. Yes, three pounds is the correct answer. Um, number seven was the brain. Number six, you got right. EEG does stand for... Uh, number five, getting blackout drunk is actually the effect of alcohol on the hippocampus. You got that right. The human brain also contains about 100 billion neurons. But on to number three, you did not get correct. What percentage of blood and oxygen in your body does the brain use? 25%. 25% is the correct answer. Well done. Uh, number two, neurologist Susan Hockfield served as the president of what Boston University? Boston University. Incorrect. The answer was MIT. And finally, which animal does uh, does have the largest brain? Whale. What kind of whale? Oh, blue whale. Incorrect. Oh. Sperm whale was the correct answer. Valerie steals two points. Mm. Uh, so, Mom, you still, you still got four points. Two-point lead on her in quick draw trivia. And we have five questions still on the docket that either of you can answer without a time limit. Okay. Okay. All right. So, number 11 is... What part of the brain is responsible for posture, walking, and movement coordination? Cerebellum. 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 Valerie gets that point. That was easy. Sneaks it. Mm -mm. Okay. Number 12. Dilantin is used to control what? Seizures. Seizures. <laughs> All right. Elaine <laughs> got that one. Ready for it. Number 13. <laughs> but we're on the edge of our seats here. Number 13. <laughs> What prominent neurologist published Awakenings in 1973? Uh, oh, come on. What's his name? Oh, my God. This is so easy. Oliver Sacks. Oliver Sacks. I had to throw in a little bit of radio lab for you. So, yes, Oliver Sacks is the correct answer. Uh, number four, or 14. Yeah, we're on 14. Uh, the score is currently lane six. Valerie, three. In 1992, Roberta Bondar became the first neurologist to go where? Into space. Into space is the correct answer. Another point for Elaine. And finally, for set A, number 15, what is the highest level ranking for a trauma center in the U.S.? One. 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 Valerie got it. All right, level one. So, final tally for set A, seven points for Elaine and four points for Valerie. Doing pretty well. This is good. Okay, this is my 15 questions This is your 15 questions. Woohoo! Okay. <clears throat> one minute on the clock. We'll see how you do with set B. Again, feel free to skip as many as you want. I'll go as fast as I can, but get a little tongue-tied and throat-tired. Want some um, water before we start? I'm good. Okay. We'll, we'll make it work. Number one. On your mark, get set, go. Who founded psychoanalysis? I don't know. Okay. Number two. Roughly how many watts of power can the brain generate? 50. Incorrect. Number three. What percentage of the human brain is fat? 80. Incorrect. Dr. Kiki Sanford holds a black belt in what martial art? Judo. Incorrect. Number five, <laughs> what neurologist is currently the acting secretary of housing and urban development? 
Ben Carson. Correct. He's a neurosurgeon, though. Uh, number six, a hypophysectomy removes what gland? Pituitary. Correct. Uh, number seven, how did ancient Egyptians remove the brain during mummification? Through the nose. Correct. How many bones are in the spinal column? Oh. Uh, 25. Incorrect. Number nine, what part of the brain triggers tears for both immense happiness and intense sadness? Cranial nerves. Incorrect. Number 10, the WHO grades tumors on a scale of one to what? Four. Correct. Uh, Alexia prevents an individual from doing what? Knowing words. Yeah, sure, reading. Excellent reading. work. That's foul. Knowing <laughs> words. No, Alexia specifically means you can't read, not knowing words. All That's right. a no man. All right, foul. No, no points awarded then. No points awarded. Okay. No so you points got... awarded in, in either direction then. <laughs> okay, it's foul. Okay, sure. Take Call it. me out. Taking it, striking it from the record. You got eight points in Quick Draw Trivia. Excellent performance there. And we'll go back through your uh, answers really quick. Alexia does prevent you from reading. Uh, the WHO does grade tumors on a scale of one to four, but you did not correctly answer number nine. What part of the brain triggers tears for both intense happiness and intense sadness? The limbic system. Yes, correct. Answer. Good. A point stolen for you there, and we are now tied up in quick draw. We'll see what other points you can steal, Mom. Um, how many bones are there in the spinal column? 25 was incorrect. 24? Mm-mm. 29? Nope. Stop guessing. I mean, you just make it easier for her, <laughs> narrowing these down. 21. Incorrect. The answer was 33. Uh, you did get the correct answer, Valerie, that ancient Egyptians removed the brain during mummification through the nose, and that a hypophysectomy is a uh, removal of the pituitary gland. And that neuro, what did you say, surgeon? Neurosurgeon Ben Carson is currently the acting secretary of housing and urban development. Uh, but mom, you got a chance to steal here. Dr. Kiki Sanford holds a black belt in what martial art? Taekwondo. Yeah, correct answer. Taekwondo. Well done. Okay. Um, what percentage of the human brain is fat? 80% was not correct. 30%. 60% was the correct answer. Someone Roughly how knows. many watts of power can the brain generate? Watts. This is not something that a clinician would know. <laughs> Is that so, what you use brains like for? It's like in the frog lab. Remember those days? <laughs> like how much, how many, how many watts? Yeah. Uh, 5,000. That's uh, 23. And 23 watts? Yeah, 23, just 23. Watts. But the, the significance of that is like, you know, the world's fastest supercomputer has to use like 200,000 watts and our brain is faster and can do it on 23. Hmm. Uh, finally, number one, who founded psychoanalysis? That would be Freud. Freud, that old geezer. All right, um, so the final score before we head into the remaining four questions that could decide it all. Uh, Elaine, you got 10 points added, so you're now at a total of 41. Um, and then we're going to add eight points to Valerie's score, which means you have a total of 42. Okay? <gasps> so it all comes down to these four questions about mm. the brain? Yeah. Okay. You, you were born for this. Okay, on to number 12, and you guys are definitely going to get this one. What does MRI stand for? Magnetic Resonance Imaging. Yes, correct answer. Valerie with another point. Okay. And number three, what type of meat contains fatty acids beneficial for the memory storing parts of the brain? Fish. Fish, correct answer. Number 14, what is the name of Elon Musk's brain-computer interface system? <laughs> Not into that corporate side. 
All right, correct answer is Neuralink. And finally, number 15. Oh boy, this is a hard one, that's why I saved it for last. Sphenopalatine ganglioneuralgia is better known as what? Glossopharyngeal uh, neuropathy. <laughs> it's yes. It's the layman term for it? No. Glossopharyngeal. Which is what? Layman's term. Facial pain. No. Throat uh, pain. Sphenopalatine ganglioneuralgia. Sore throat. It's better known as what? Has to do with the brain. Throat pain. And ice cream. Brain freeze. Brain freeze is the correct answer. All right. Three additional points awarded. That brings Valerie's total to 45. Oh, and Elena, 41! Did not I'm swing it. Brain freeze. Come on. <laughs> Wait, what was the score? I, I blanked out for that. <laughs> 45 to 41. Valerie is our victor this time around. Excellent, excellent, excellent work. I told you, no matter what happens. Yeah, right. I think we should go back over this again and, and with a fine-tooth comb. I know. I knew that I this set say, would be highly I'm, contested. I need to say I will give up one point because when we were doing the seven-letter game, I said one word that wasn't the first three letters. Fair enough. One point is given up, so now your total is 42 and Valerie's is 44 and nothing okay, has that, changed. <laughs> that is a little more respectable, though. I think the two points, that, that seems like we might be equal. Sure. Yeah. Neck and neck. The three makes it sound like you're superior, and we all know that you're not. <laughs> Well, I will certainly give you guys another chance to My test that equal. some point in the near future. <laughs> Superior. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you guys I'm so much for playing. a rematch here. It's already <laughs> oh, been no, fun. absolutely. Thank it's, you so much. It's already on the it's, schedule. Thank you for hosting. It's been a pleasure. Excellent. Okay. Happy birthday, Mom. And right. we are off for next week. We'll be returning on the 18th with God knows who. Uh, but yeah, we'll see you then. Credits go to Jacob Man Big Band, whose wonderful music is featured throughout this show, and Max Kolomotsky, who is responsible for the artwork, and my dear Abigail Howell for sitting in as our live studio audience. Thank you. <laughs> Take care, everyone. We'll see you on the 18th. Bye.